Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. This is Bill Kasky, back at the Bill Kasky Podcast. Welcome back to another episode, chock full of good ideas, good strategies, ways to expand your thinking. Good timing on that. All right. Well, let's head into today's episode. By the way, uh, we've got a lot of people who have signed up to get on the wait list for our next High Achiever program. Actually, it's going to be a webinar first, and it's complimentary. It's free. It's free to get on the list. No no obligation. Just go to BillKasky.com, and at the very top, there is a bar, a thin orange bar. Click on that, and you can get on the list, and you'll be getting an invite to a webinar. I think we're going to do it on June 20. It's the week of June 24th, I think, or something like that. There's three of them. They'll all be the same. They'll all be live. And uh, we'll want to make sure that you get on that list. All right. So on with the show. You know, one of the things that I am guilty of in my life is being kind of a pack rat. I like to keep things, not so much things, but pages and handouts. And as you can imagine, I've got a lot of clients in a lot of different programs and have over the past you know, 20, 25 years, 30 years. Anyway, and there's also a lot on the computer. And sometimes I come up with stacks of stuff, and I, I wonder, where did that, st- how, what started that stack? What frame of mind was I in when I said, okay, here's page one of that stack? And all of a sudden, then a stack of papers show up, and they're all different. And I thought it would be kind of interesting uh, to go through some of these stacks, kind of one page at a time, and pick out things that I think are relevant for all of us today. So this is not based on, uh, any kind of email in perspective or inbound that I get saying pe- from people saying, hey, I want you to talk about this topic. These are topics that we've actually addressed and trained and coached on in our programs. So these are kind of finished up topics. And I want to share one with you today that I think is interesting. And it comes from my stack. We've got to figure out a name for this series. If you have any ideas, uh, let me know in the LinkedIn conversation. It's Bill Stack. Uh, Stacko Paper, uh, Pack Rat Bill and his training. I don't know. We'll come up with something. Okay, so the first one here is this concept of the iceberg theory. And we've all heard the theory that 10 to 20% of the iceberg shows above the waterline and 80 to 90% shows below it or doesn't show because it's below it. And we don't see it. And of course, that's the whole Titanic thing. You know, oh, it just looks like a little iceberg up there. But what they didn't realize was it was a massive amount of ice. Anyway, uh, I think this concept applies in many different areas of our life. One is how we look at ourselves. And do we see what's beneath the surface of ourselves? Or are we only looking at the surface? Am I only looking at my physical identity? 
when I'm trying to figure out who I am and where I'm going. And there's a whole different level of dimension that we all have that sits beneath the surface. And often it requires another human being there to dive into that and to help you expose and reveal that. And even not even expose to the public, but just to yourself. And that's the whole purpose of coaching. In fact, that's a lot of the coaching that I do and we do. But there's, it's a lot of coaching that a lot of coaches do. It's really pulling back the veil and, and reducing the height of the waterline so that we can understand who we are and where we're going in life so that we're fulfilled and we're on fire for what we do. If you're not on fire for what you do, you haven't reduced the height of the waterline enough to find out what's really going on and who really are you and who am I and why am I here? What's my purpose here on the planet? And if we can all start to align our purpose, why we're here with what we do 10 hours a day, 50 hours a week, 2,200 hours a year, if we can align that, think about how much we could accomplish. And I'm not talking about working till midnight. That kind of what can we accomplish or making more cold calls. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about alignment. So I think from the waterline standpoint, that plays a big role in are we willing to expose those deeper set issues? Not the dark side, although that may be that may be some of it, but it's more just are we who are we willing to expose ourselves to deeply about what we want in life, about who we are, about why we think we're here. So that's number one application for the glacier. The second is when you are talking to a potential client that there are things they will share with you up front that are superficial or surfacey kinds of things that you need to find deeper meaning behind. You need to lower the water line so that they can share with you what really is happening in their world. And so you go into an organization and let's say that you get called in, uh, maybe they have a need or they have some kind of problem they want you to solve. And they're very uh, kind of surfacey with the problem. So they say to you, well, here's my problem, uh, Cheryl, is I want to figure out a way to save money on my accounting each year or, or whatever, taxes, I don't know, whatever it is. Well, that's not really pain. That's just the symptom. That's just the pre- what we call the presenting symptom. I feel like we spend too much money on our accounting services in this example. So what you've got to do is somewhere between I feel like we spend too much money on things or make it work in your world. Whatever your prospect says that you would say, well, that's a symptom of the problem. That's not the problem. Between that and the time where they're saying to you, I can't live without you, <clears throat> I need you to help me fix this problem. There is a gap. Unfortunately, what we sometimes feel is we fill that gap with knowledge and with content and with information and with features and benefits. And we see this gap between where the customer is and what they've already told us and where we kind of want them to go. And we say, well, we'll just fill that gap with stuff so they can walk effortlessly from one side of the cliff to the other. But that's not true. That doesn't help. In fact, sometimes that obscures what the real issue is. So we have to understand that there is a symptom that they tell you they have, but there's also the below the waterline part that's the real pain, that's the real driver. Why is that pain important for you to solve? Now, again, I'm not, I'm not 
ever recommending you use the word pain when you're talking to a potential client. And I don't like the words pain point because pain point, it, it just dilutes. Pain is, is broad and wide and all-encompassing. It's not a point. And I don't like pain point, so stop using pain point. But uh, we want to know the deeper issues, what's really behind it, maybe what the cause of it is, but more importantly, what's the impact of it? What if you don't get this problem fixed? What if you decide, you know what, I'm just going to live with this thing for the next 7, 10 years? What, what then? I mean, is that okay? Because if it is, I'm not a prospect to help you solve it. I'm not a good vendor for you. So you've got to be tough and tough but gentle with these questions so that you can clearly understand what's going on in their world by, reduce, by reducing the height of the waterline, exposing some of this. But it's also helpful for them. Because they're not going to make a move if they haven't come to terms and come to grips with how bad this problem is. And if you can't help them get there psychologically and mentally and emotionally, if you can't help them get there, they may never go there. They won't go there on their own. So how many times have you had a a situation where you've shown up at a potential client's office or home or whatever, just in their life, and they give you a little bit, but they don't give you much? They give you, yeah, I'd kind of like to increase sales. Well, tell me about that. Well, you know, we're doing okay. I mean, we okay. And you know there's more to it than that because they wouldn't have called you had there been nothing there. So you've got to feel uh, confident in how you frame the problem and the quest to find the problem. And if you frame it like you're trying to manipulate them into buying, that is an improper frame because that's not what you're doing at all. If you're, do, if you're doing that, uh, don't, don't tell people you got it from me, because I, I don't buy that. I don't believe in manipulation. I don't think it's necessary. In fact, I think it comes at a cost. But if you're clear about your role in helping the customer come to grips in terms with the problem they have, the impact of the problem they have, and that's a lot of what we talk about in our programs. Okay, well, how do you do that? Well, there's a right and a wrong way. One way to do it is you've got to make sure that the environment allows that to happen. If you show up as a salesperson and, and you're you know, pestering them and you're on them and you're on, you know, on fire and you're enthusiastic and you're eager, that's not helping. That's not helping them feel confident and comfortable in telling you what the real problem is. So you've got to have the questions. You've got to have the tone. You've got to create the atmosphere. It can't be funny. Sometimes prospects want to revert back to jokes about this. It's not funny. Now, I'm not saying you can't have fun with it, but at some point you've got to get serious about this because this is their life, this is their future, and if you can help them, you've got to get good at this skill. So those are the two applications for the iceberg theory. One is for you and your potential, what's below the waterline, and then for the prospect when you're in questioning them and trying to understand what the real issue is. Just recognize 80% of their issue and all the meaning behind it and the motive for it is probably not on the surface. It's probably underneath. Okay, go to BillCaskey.com. Click around a little bit. Almost everything's free up there. Get on the wait list for the High Achiever Mentoring Program. And we'll make sure we send you an invite to a webinar. Nobody's going to call you. Nobody's going to show up at your house. It's just an invitation to a webinar. I think you're really going to like it. We're still working through the title a little bit. We're going to change it from the ones we did earlier this year. So make sure you get on the wait list. I'll talk to you later. Bye.